0: Welcome to the Capital Call Podcast, where we discuss capital, labor, and technology, the main drivers of the global economy. I'm your host, Vijara Kohli, co-founder of Door, an investment firm based in Newark, New Jersey. We hope you enjoy today's topic as we expand on the ideas of capitalism and economics. On this episode, we'll discuss the continued impacts of the coronavirus, why the Fed may have lowered interest rates, the legacy of Jack Welch, the former CEO of GE, and Women's History Month. financial markets are extremely volatile due to the fears of the coronavirus. The two major concerns are that we don't have a cure and the virus is spreading globally. Uh, As an investor, I'm focused specifically on the opportunities opportunities related to China, uh, which has an impact directly on supply chain and manufacturing across the globe. Uh, Shipments are on hold today, flights are being canceled, and uh, real-time news is being limited Uh, from emerging countries so it's it's definitely a concern since we don't know where we stand today there's no snapshot of what's really taking place as the disease continues to spread major companies like facebook and google are canceling all of their conferences uh to limit the contagion of the disease uh, which may help um, allow employees to work remotely but it definitely has a negative impact on business on the economy and quarterly results so there's no way to really um to curb this, but there's uh, there's no way to stop it, I should say, but this is the best way to limit um, the, the damage that's taking place uh, across the world. I have no insight on whether the virus is speeding up or slowing down, but what I do know is in six months, we'll really have a strong understanding of the severity of this and how it's impacted uh, countries, companies, and, and people across the globe. Um, and this is gonna create um, a, a mini crisis in some sense, since uh, investors, employees, and vendors may not be paid on time, shipments are not being still received, and a lot of other uh, impacts will take place, which will be uh, like a ripple effect across the global economy. This week, the Federal Reserve Took a quick jump and reduced interest rates by 50 basis points. Uh, Came to a surprise to a lot of people in the market. Uh, Mentally, I was prepared for another drop later this year, maybe mid-summer, but not so soon. The reality is we're entering a currency war with the U.S. dollar being too strong in the macro environment and the U.S. being relatively the most powerful country in the world, leading many other countries in the case of both economics and currency. Um, Our economy is very robust and we haven't had the impact from the virus as many other countries such as China have had that uh, we're able to have we have enough wiggle room that we can continue to maintain a lead by lowering interest rates and continue to be competitive in the international business unfortunately lower interest rates make it difficult for fixed income savers but are great for value investors at the same time equity prices and stocks and businesses go up every time interest rates go down by a couple points so I don't think this was a, a last-minute call by the Fed. I think they had priced this or baked it in in their forecasts earlier. They were just waiting for a catalyst to take place. Um, I think the real concern for uh, local, domestic, and international business is going to be the credit crunch that arises in the next three to six months, specifically coming out of firms that are directly doing business in China. When uh, the coronavirus virus uh, has impacted two major cities in the country, um, we're seeing a lot of vendors, employees and investors, those three important variables in each business not being paid or not being paid on time. There's going to be a lot of collateral damage that we're going to see. Uh, three to six months out after what's happening today if the virus stays constant which it may actually become worse in that period of time so i think we'll see a rise in credit crunch specifically for chinese firms and anybody that does business with china they'll definitely have an impact whether it's small or big we'll find out And with the trillion dollars in debt maturing in 2020, a third of that being high yield, if people are missing earnings or not meeting the forecasts, I think it'll become challenging for a lot of companies to be able to refinance the current rates that they have. And this will just become more of a macro problem for maybe specific sectors or specific companies. So I think this is important to look out for 2020. Um, This is the kind of black swan event people can't predict, but it's already taking place and we can't control. So let's see what happens. Keep your eyes open. Um, This is a big year for many reasons and uh, stay safe. On March 1st of 2019, an industry titan passed away. Jack Welch, the former CEO of General Electric, also known as GE, uh, is the guy who made conglomerates cool again? He was the CEO from the 1980s to 2000. Um, had been an executive, or uh, had had his entire career at General Electric since 1960s. So he's one of those guys who's been uh, um, one one career hit wonder. Um, definitely not by chance. This is a man with a classic American story growing up from a middle-class family to becoming CEO of a multi-billion dollar corporation. Um, and he, uh, he's definitely, definitely well-known for two management techniques over his period of time. Um, the Six Sigma practice, which he took from Motorola in the 70s and 80s, which uh, helped create an industry standard to reduce errors in manufacturing and supply chain uh, by minimizing risk in business. So GE was able to focus more intensely on building top line growth. Uh, and The second technique was his firing practice, which received tons of criticism in, in the industry, uh, specifically because of how ruthless Neutron Jack, as he was known, uh, came to hire and fire employees. He strongly believed that his companies and assets underneath the conglomerate umbrella have to be number one or number two in business, and in order to do that, his technique required him to highlight or promote the top 20% producers. Uh, employees of the firm, uh, and then fired the bottom 10% of employees. So there's a constant churn year over year and a constant demand to be number one and to outperform your peers. So that's 70% uh, percentile in the middle. It's constantly working harder to get into this top 20% and the top 10% are constantly getting um, fired or let go from their firm. So over the years, I've been fortunate enough to uh, accumulate a lot of Jack's shareholder letters. He had 20 when he was CEO. They've had a profound impact for me as I I run uh, the business day to day. Um, He's obviously an extremely impressive CEO. Uh, He figured out ways to really build a gigantic business. The recorded revenues of uh, when he was the CEO in 1980 were about $26 billion and in 2000, right before he left, um, there were nearly 130 billion dollars. So that's just that's unfathomable growth, specifically for such a large company in just 20 years period of time. People can barely double their money over a decade. He he did more than double it in two decades. So unfortunately, um, we definitely lost a titan um, in the industry, particularly with such a notable name that's associated with uh, America. Um, Fortunately for GE, um, they did have a lot of struggles over the last uh, 20 years picking up new CEOs, but now they have Larry Culp, who is the former CEO of Danaher Corporation, also a similar conglomerate. Uh, so they'll hopefully get back on, on the bandwagon and continue to be a, a corporate leader that they once were. So congratulations, Larry, and sorry to hear about Jack and the team. Um, I know it's a tough loss for everybody in, in the industry. Earlier this week, we saw the free stock brokerage trading platform Robinhood fail uh, to deliver on trades and executions for all of its clients across the board. Uh, This was a really big catastrophe because a lot of individuals, specifically middle America, use Robinhood because of its free trading platform, no commissions, um, and they were locked out of their accounts during a very highly volatile trading market. Last week, we lost 12% 12% of, uh, of uh, value, shareholder value in all the equity indices across the board in the United States. Um, and a lot of clients were just locked out of their account when the market was going down. Um, need, needless to say, a lot of users were upset. Um, to be honest, I'm not surprised by this because you get what you pay for. So if you're not paying for, uh, paying for commissions or paying for that service behind the scenes, you're not going to get the best level of experience Um, and that's why big trading houses have a surcharge but you pay for that service so it never fails in the time of need and I think Robinhood clients learned that the hard way Uh, the reality is is that this problem actually took place actually four years ago at the same time period Um, and I don't think it's a coincidence Um, it's actually seems to be related to the leap year which is a possible problem related to a technology services firm that they couldn't either account for the day change or they did do, do, do some accounting problems took place and accounts weren't able to go live the day after a leap year takes place. So it's an interesting problem, uh, not unlikely. Um, it would be unfortunate to see that it's a reoccurring problem, so hopefully they fixed it. But let's see, um, you know, you get what do you pay for, so stay away from some of these platforms if you're not comfortable uh, moving big money on the wrong, wrong uh, trading desk. Today I'd like to thank all of the strong women in my life, business, and across the world. For years, women have been fighting for equality and have been achieving it slowly, day by day. The smallest victories can result in the biggest win. So keep on fighting, ladies. Earlier this week, a close friend of mine was honored by her employer, the King's Theater in Brooklyn, Stephanie Tomlin, who uh, is the manager for the theater. Uh, it's a complete inspiration for all of us uh, around the neighborhood. She's uh, an alumni of seen Hall University. I studied with her, have known her for quite some time. Um, and on LinkedIn, I posted, um, I reposted King's Theater's um, highlight of her and the original manager from the 50s who also a lady so it's a full circle it's amazing to see this so close to home and there's so many more to come that are going to be in the spotlight for women's history month um, this march so if you have any more that you've seen i'd love to learn about them Um, tag me post it online highlight it send me some pictures emails whatever let's celebrate it it's a proud month um, and equality is moving in the right right direction If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share it with a friend. We're always looking for feedback, so leave a review. You can also find me on Twitter or LinkedIn at Vajarakoli on all platforms. And as always, thank you for listening.